Coming up on 5-Minute News. White House says pandemic, not policies, fuel inflation. Virus surges in Eastern Europe, but leaders slow to act. And COP26 climate plan agreed after late decision over coal. It's Monday, November 15. I'm Anthony Davis. President Joe Biden's economic advisers defended his policies on Sunday amid rising inflation that they said was a global issue related to the COVID-19 pandemic, not a result of the administration's programs. U.S. consumer prices last week posted their biggest annual gain in 31 years, driven by surges in the cost of gasoline and other goods. Republicans have pounced on inflation worries, claiming that the increase reflects Biden's sweeping spending agenda. The United States is hardly alone in enduring a bout of stiff inflation, with the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development showing inflation running high across its 38 member countries and oil prices quadrupling in the last 18 months as economies reopened from COVID-19 shutdowns. Today, Biden is scheduled to sign a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill that is expected to create jobs across the country by dispersing billions of dollars to state and local governments to fix crumbling bridges and roads and expand broadband internet access to millions of Americans. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said she expected that measure, as well as the $1.75 trillion Build Back Better domestic spending and climate investment bill, to help bring down inflation. At the main hospital in Romania's capital, the morgue ran out of space for the dead in recent days, and doctors in Bulgaria have suspended routine surgeries so they can tend to a surge in COVID-19 patients. In the Serbian capital, the graveyard now operates an extra day during the week in order to bury all the bodies arriving. For two months now, stubbornness has ripped mercilessly through several countries in Central and Eastern Europe, where vaccination rates are much lower than elsewhere on the continent. While medical workers pleaded for tough restrictions or even lockdowns, leaders let the virus rage unimpeded for weeks. I don't believe in measures. I don't believe in the same measures that existed before the vaccines, Serbian Prime Minister Anna Brabic said last month, as the Balkan nation sustained some of its worst daily death tolls of the pandemic. A World Health Organization official declared earlier this month that Europe is again at the epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic. While several Western European countries have numbers under control, it is nations to the east that are driving fatalities. Romania, Bulgaria and the Balkan states recorded some of the highest per capita death rates in the world in the first week of November, according to the WHO. Experts say fumbled vaccination campaigns and underfunded and mismanaged health systems set the stage for the latest outbreaks, which gathered pace as leaders dithered. Some are acting now, but many doctors say it took too long and it is still not enough. Many governments in the region are facing elections soon, and that no doubt made them reluctant to force people to get vaccinated or impose unpopular lockdowns, even in former communist nations that once carried out mandatory inoculations without hesitation, or where leaders were quick to introduce closures earlier in the pandemic. 
UN climate talks ended on Saturday with a deal that for the first time targeted fossil fuels as the key driver of global warming, even as coal-reliant countries lobbed last-minute objections. While the agreement won applause for keeping alive the hope of capping global warming at 1.5 degrees Celsius, many of the nearly 200 national delegations wished they'd come away with more. If it's a good negotiation, all the parties are uncomfortable, US climate envoy John Kerry said in the final meeting to approve the Glasgow Climate Pact. And this has been, I think, a good negotiation. The two-week conference in Scotland delivered a major win in resolving the rules around carbon markets, but it did little to assuage vulnerable countries' concerns about long-promised climate financing from rich nations. The British COP26 president, Alok Sharma, was visibly emotional before banging down his gavel to signal there were no vetoes to the pact after the talks extended overtime and overnight into Saturday. There was one last-minute drama as India, backed by China and other coal-dependent developing nations, rejected a clause calling for the phase-out of coal-fired power. After a huddle between the envoys from China, India, the United States and European Union, the clause was hurriedly amended to ask countries to phase down their coal use. The single word change was met with dismay by both rich countries in Europe and small island nations along with others still developing. The approved texts are a compromise, said Secretary-General Antonio Guterres. They reflect the interests, the contradictions and the state of political will in the world today. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.